Hammer and Ghetto Blaster Magazine presents Sex, Drugs, and UFOs, Psychedelic Shaman, Shape-Shifting Strippers, and Alien Abductees. This is episode 46. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can find that under Rust Belt Hammer or, of course, Sex, Drugs, and UFOs. Follow us on Facebook. Sex, drugs, and UFOs. Rate, review, and subscribe. Smash that motherfucking like button. Let's get right into it. Of course, my name is Matt. Here with my co-host. Oh, third base Joey Baloney, and uh, I'm still drying up some tears about the Astros losing the World Series. But it's why okay. heard they cheated the year before? Well, There's some secret camera footage. First, they're, they they want to complain that Yuli's racist because he made some little eye movement about one of the pitchers of the Dodgers. Then they came for Justin Verlander's hot wife, and now they're trying to make up stories about fake videos of pitches from the other team. But you know what? There's always going to be haters. There's always going to be smear merchants. You just got to, you know, be vigilant in this post-truth world of gray. We'll see if the MLB revokes a world... A world, uh, not a world title, whatever you call it. World Series win. World Series championship. It's not going to be World Series championship. It's not going to be revoked. Anyways, uh, yeah, first you got him, then you don't got him. I actually got to go to the game one of the World Series. I was lucky enough to go with my dad, and that was a a lot of fun. If you ever wanted to know what uh, 40,000 collective hearts breaking feels at the same time, (laughs) go to a championship (laughs) game, because... Woo! It was a roller coaster from like the very beginning. The whole stadium was just on watching every play. Because normally you go to a regular season baseball game and it's like, you know, some people are paying attention and there's like excitement times every now and then. But those championship games are just like every little pitch, every little movement, like, ah, ah, like everyone reacts at the same time. It's, it's pretty fascinating. It's a lot of excitement for a slow game. Yeah. At that point. But it's okay. Made it to the World Series. It's a good series, and uh, there's always next year. Yep, that's what been, Cleveland's been saying for <laughs> over 50 years, and it still hasn't happened. But hey, there's always next year. Well, it's been a minute since we've uh, podcasted, and you've just got back from Europe. Well, I just, I just, it's been, it's been what is today, the 16th. It's been over a month. It's been a whirlwind. Yeah, it was just like you feel so high from being on tour and eating French cheese every day, and just playing amazing shows, having your music being appreciated. And next thing you know, you're literally back working the next day with no break. And I just crashed. So if y'all have wondered why there hasn't been a podcast, I've just been really artistically unmotivated. I think I'm just unmotivated in general. I have no goals or ambitions left inside of me. I'm surprised I'm doing this podcast. Well, I mean, that's pretty natural. There's an ebb and flow to creative energy. And the idea that you always have to be creatively on is a capitalist lie. I'm just going (laughs) to say it right now. It's like rappers who (laughs) constantly produce content. It's like most of it's not good. Yeah, how do you feel about Kanye? He's in Houston this weekend. How do I feel about Kanye? Sweet Jesus! <laughs> He's at Joel Olstein's church. Well, actually, I, I saw him performing for some prisoners today, so that was actually pretty cool. I haven't listened to the new album, but I've only heard people talk a lot of shit about it. I definitely would feel like a prisoner if I was stuck watching Kanye in a live capacity. And this is coming from someone who, who absolutely adored Kanye West who thinks that Jesus is, like, up there with, like, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Like, I swear to God. Like, <laughs> I was... It, it's been, like, a slow descent mm-hmm. with Kanye West. It's just, like, oh, he's just saying crazy shit again to, like, well, he's wearing this, like, MAGA hat to blaming black people for being slaves to just... I guess he's like an evangelical Christian. That's the denom is like I don't know if that's a denomination, but Joel Olstein, is he a evangelical Christian? All I know about yes, him no. really is that after Hurricane Katrina, he really wouldn't help displace people. He has more in common with someone like um what's his face? That uh Tony he has more in common with someone like Tony Robbins than he does with like Pat Robertson. Like he's more really? like a he's more of like a motivational fundamentalist Christian. He's not like 
fire and brimstone, but he is kind of like a little bit of a proselytizer, kind of like a grifter in some sense. Um, but his shittiness is more like class separation, like with the whole locking people. So up the Katrina thing is true. I'm yeah, not that's just true. Pulling that that's out true. Of my ass. Well, we do have some guests in the. We studio. have a whole panel. In case y'all want to chime in and introduce yourself. In- introduce yourselves. Yeah, my name is Chris. Um, Chris Paulus. Uh, Master of ceremonies. Yeah, I'm a. I go by Who Am I? Zombie rapper extraordinaire. But um, Joel, seen the, the fucked up thing about his church is that it's like a mega church, and there's I, I forgot what the number is, but there's like ten thousand seats or something like that, and he charges an exorbitant amount of fucking money to come to his sermons and then he also does stadium tours around the United States and like people pay like thousands of dollars he's like to the, like, sit front row and he's shit. like Bono shouldn't you, you should just get, be able to go to like Bono in that you should be able to if that's what it's about but I don't think that's what it's about I, I didn't it's know about that. money and tax free money so why why Joel Osteen for Kanye why not just some random church in Chicago because he's the he's the big bad boy you know what I mean Joel Osteen is like the top dog these days you know when it comes to being close to Jesus Joel Osteen's the closest no it has nothing to do with Jesus I don't think when it comes to being close to middle class or no not middle middle class class. I meant um, like the typical woman who wants to listen to something inspiring while she's putting on her makeup in the morning, read his books, inspirational speaker. I know I was uh, from the South, Southern Bible Belt kind of gal. My mom very much is a fan of Joel Osteen. So he's, he, he doesn't talk about, he's not like isolating gay people or like making, does he donate to any political party or candidate, not candidate? Sure. I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, he's more about into the idea of like you Himself, can you can maybe. become closer to God and also, i.e., wealthier and successfully financially if you believe in it hard enough. Which there's something to be said about that, but also whenever you're making millions of dollars off of people that you know donating to your church and buying tickets, I didn't even know he charged tickets for his uh, mm-hmm. events in that building that he uh, has the lake was it Lakewood Church or something like that. Yeah, that is the old Houston Summit where like Slayer and Kiss and so many like legendary bands where the Rockets also used to play. Oh wow! So it's a huge venue. That's where Joel Osteen preaches. Yeah, I guess. I just always lumped him in with all the hucksters that you see on TV, but it sounds like he's a little bit different. He's that just... is that that charging though that itself is problematic. I don't know if my mother knows that about him. She might feel differently. Well, I think the whole... I think he Well, that big-ass building ain't gonna pay for itself. There's, like, an insurance policy in staying away from, like, being fundamentally, uh, like, preaching Christianity if you're Joel Osteen because it's, like, most of these wealthy preachers break the first commandment of what worshiping false idols, i.e. money. Mm-hmm. And also, exactly. Jesus was always about saying, you can't be rich and get into heaven. Fuckers. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they buy these <laughs> private jets, and the, there was that one dude, it wasn't Joel Osteen, I forgot his name, oh. that other creepy-ass dude, yeah. and he was like, my old private jet isn't enough, I need a new private jet. Was it Benny Hinn? No. Was it Benny Hinn? I, I don't know who it was, it might have been him, I don't, I don't recall his name, but like he was saying that like, uh, so he got into like a bunch of uh, problems because he was saying that he doesn't want to fly commercially because it's full of demons. Right. I can confirm and that. And it's like, those are your people, layers, man. These, yeah. these are the, the people that you're, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's so fucked up. But that also, like... He should try taking the Greyhound. That's all. Yeah. That, that low-key calls poor people demons. I mean, that's what he's saying. Or even not even poor people, but just like anyone that buys coach tickets. Mm-hmm. Which, demons. Yeah. Demon oh babies crying. <laughs> so yeah, the new Kanye album is just not good to me. It's just thrown together nonsense to me maybe if it's just like some christian art piece that's like 22 minutes or however long the album is thankfully it's 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 painless and short and there is a kenny g sack solo to kind of the kenny g that's pretty dope i know the kenny he has kenny g on his new album and i like kenny g yeah respect to kenny g i mean 
Babies, babies have been made to Kenny G. That's for sure. Wasn't there like a story where Kanye was like tweeting or like ranting and wishing that Kim Kardashian wouldn't dress so sexy or something like that? Oh I don't know. My goodness. I don't know. But he goes he, on weird rants that kind of like. What, what but apparently doing? he's like super against pornography and stuff nowadays. Because he was addicted to porn and now he's cured. And his wife, like that's how she made her name was by <laughs> making a fucking porn. You know, like, she did. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I saw rented it, too. it on DVD. Ray J. No, I saw it on the internet. I didn't spend money for it. But isn't Ray J like being successful right now with some new air, uh, earbuds or something like that? Something like that. I heard him advertised on. Like Howard Stern of all places, <laughs> and, and just for the record, I did I did not pay to rent that movie. My one of, one of my ex girlfriends worked at these old things that were called video stores. Oh, you might what? remember those. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, you know, it's I guess it's a lot worth of free like porn. a dollar. I guess it's worth like a dollar to rent it. She didn't do a whole lot. She kind of just laid there. And the funny thing is. The thing that I can remember the most about that video is just how enormous Ray J's dick is. Yeah, that's huge. I don't think I've ever seen a bigger dick. <laughs> no. I'm not a dick connoisseur, but that might be the biggest <laughs> I've ever seen. That's pretty huge. Fucking, that thing would hurt. You've never seen a Mandingo porn? What's a Mandingo Ooh. porn? Oh my god. Is that a guy, you just, Mandingo? You just Google it. Just, if you're listening to this, just stop it right now and just uh, Google Mandingo. Yeah, it's like one of those um, like those 32-ounce cans. <laughs> like, thick. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> how does that happen? Just, Holly, you're a nurse. You can explain. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> well, I guess a baby does come out of those things sometimes. Out of huge dicks? No, out of no, huge out vaginas. vaginas. <laughs> so it could work. <laughs> Maybe you just got to... I don't know. You don't know anything don't know. scientific about how big penises are? like. Oh, no. I don't know. I, I take care of babies. I've never <laughs> seen a baby with a huge dick? I've seen all kinds of baby dicks. There's scientists that actually specialize in abnormally large baby dicks. I, we... Yeah. This is making me uncomfortable. That's an interesting field. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're at your cocktail parties amongst other doctors. Like, what did, what made you want to be a doctor? Cocktail party? Is that what they call it now? <laughs> yeah, specifically for enormous baby dicks. <laughs> Man, someone's getting fired from their job by the end of this podcast. In this room, someone is getting fired. It's okay. It's a satirical show, so I can always claim... Uh, I've never seen a baby dick, a, not I'm, even my own. fictional characters. Yes, you have. Show. I would not look There's down. There's a picture of you in your photo album of you and your baby dick. Was that looking at my dick? <laughs> Where were well, my eyes? Where were my eyes? <laughs> you were looking at the You camera. were looking at my baby dick, it sounds it's like. It's just there. It's just there. <laughs> I mean, I was confident I had big dick energy as a baby. Someone should have studied me. It didn't turn out so well as an adult, but as a kid, it was still proportionately big. Now it's just like mediocre you know? i see a baby dick every day well not every day certain days you know you have like good dick days and bad dick days you know what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes i'm like damn i'm looking good today and then some days i'm like damn i have a baby dick <laughs> and if you guys disagree with this you're fucking lying because sometimes you got a baby dick especially if you wear like the too tight shorts at the gym you feel just like it's not even there, but then other days when it's nice and the per- weather's just right and you're wearing Shade. your baggy ear shorts or your jeans, you're like, damn, I got a fucking hog. Yeah, I'm flopping today. <laughs> what, about, what about really small dogs with really big dicks or really big dogs with really small yes. dicks? Oh, yeah, we, we were just talking, we were just talking about this yeah, earlier no names, today. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Paulus and I were just talking about this. Um, her mom's dog, his name is um, Paul McCartney. He has the hugest dick. He's a little With chihuahua. With a name like Paul McCartney, he should. He's a little chihuahua. Like, he's he's like Chica, you know what I mean? And his he's dick just... is the size of his body. Yeah, he has a huge dick. <laughs> and then Kenny Powers, Meg's dog. No names, no names. Well, <laughs> as long as it's baby. not dogs that I work <laughs> no, with. He has the like, tiniest little penis. He does. Kenny Powers, I've seen that dick, and it is real small. It's tiny. He has like, a micro penis. Look at this. Yeah, it's like his dick, his dick is smaller than the Chihuahua's big dick. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. a big dog, you know? Chica for a Chihuahua has a pretty big pussy. Both our girls do, actually. Sam actually has a, what do you call it? Like A, a prolapsed one. Sam has a prolapsed So vagina. does Precious Girl. Precious Girl flops when she runs. Yeah. so gross. Yeah, Sam has to be wiped. 
Enough about to dog not genitalia. Get infections. <laughs> well, why don't we segue from dog genitalia to human genitalia? Okay. And I saw, I was scrolling my Facebook and I noticed Chris, you had a post that said that you got tickets to see Louis C.K. in Houston. And I got to admit, I wasn't judging or anything. I was just taken back. I was like, oh, damn, I don't know if I'd want to admit that and because we live in such a climate that even if you admit that you're a fan of someone that's being canceled which he's obviously not being canceled then you yourself <laughs> are like canceled to certain people dude in this weird way which obviously you don't give a fuck dude cool. he 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 was canceled he definitely was you said he hasn't been but he definitely was he he lost um his deal with FX, he was producing shows. Right, Bas- Basket, Baskets, Baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he lost his his uh, movie deal with, uh, what is it, The Orchard. He had a movie coming out uh, called I Love You, Daddy. And then yeah. it was all filmed, ready. They already screened it. It was ready to be put out in select theaters and then wider release after that. Was it the black and white one? I'm not exactly sure if it was black and white. But um, it had rave reviews and shit, and then they just canned it. And Louis C.K. lost uh, $35 million dollars. From all of that, that sucks, shit. but he's still rich as fuck, right? Yeah, but still, $35 million is $35 million. I don't know how much he's worth or whatever, but he definitely was canceled. And um, I don't think, you know, I might have differing views from other people, but I don't think he really did anything that wrong to get canceled that way. You know what I mean? Um, he, uh, you know, he, uh, he did some questionable shit, you know what I mean? But he never forced himself on anybody. He never raped anybody. He never did anything except ask if he could masturbate in front of women, which is his weird fucking strange kink, you know? And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, you know what I mean? Like, uh, back in the day, you know, he used to do that for a bunch of, like, or I think there was, like, two or three female comedians that gave him the okay, and so they went to their hotel room, and, you know, well, apparently they went to the ho- his hotel room first, and then he was like, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? And they were like, uh, I guess. And then uh, he did it, you know? And then people were saying that, like, he was standing in front of the door and didn't let them leave the room. That wasn't the case. That was, that was over-exaggerated. Who said that? That's what people were saying in the news. Oh, you know uh, I mean? okay. Like, uh, the news, but not, like, the women. No, 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 yeah. And, um... They came out later saying that it was uncomfortable for them or whatever, but they agreed to it. You know what I mean? He, he, that's like his weird thing. He likes jacking off in front of girls. You know what I mean? The one thing. That's not even that weird of a thing if it is like. Exactly. Yeah, that's There's some girls that like that. And he, yeah, and he did it on the phone one time and, you know, that's whatever. You know, it's, it's creepy. He's, you know, he's definitely not like completely innocent, but I don't think he should have been canceled all fucking crazy. The one thing that he did do. Um, that I think is questionable is when he was on set, he asked another actress um, if he could masturbate in front of her. And she's, she was freaked out by it, and she said no. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry. He apologized to her, you know what I mean? But that's almost like the way I'm looking at it, that's almost like saying, like, like asking a girl on a date or being like, hey, want to fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, a, it's, you know what I mean? That's what he's into, and like, he, like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, it's kind of fucked up, but... Like I said, he apologized, and he was like, oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. On the scale of, like, Mother Teresa to Harvey Weinstein, he's like, uh, you know. But Mother Teresa was, did awful things, too, so I think it's just a lot more gray than uh, yeah, anybody Teresa wants to. Yeah, horrible. And, and I, get, I get that. Like, I, I think initially, like, I think people blow out of proportion the number of people that are really into counter or cancel culture because it just usually just ends up being the loudest and most consistent loudest voices or the most salient exactly. prevalent i think well, the majority the majority of people and that's not. very different public reaction is very different and it kind of affects corporate decisions but also corporate like corporations like fx or you know netflix or whatever mm-hmm. they kind of make decisions to protect their reputation and their assets. Exactly. So when they, once they see people reacting in a certain way to it in a very negative way, they because uh, it's all about public and uh, public views of, of things and perception. Because I mean, so many people that are public figures get weird estab- like passes from establishment, media's political parties, i.e., Mr. Bill Clinton mm-hmm. and like evil. Or even Donald Trump, like they get, yeah. they get. It's it's interesting to see who 
uh, is chosen to like be sacrificed almost like in a like a official or ceremonious way as far as like corporate interests are concerned and I with and with uh, Louis C.K. I mean no one's it's also just not as binary as like he's like good and bad now or just because he did like questionable shitty things doesn't mean that like I still don't enjoy like very good jokes that he's done in the past mm-hmm. and probably will do in the future um but yeah I mean it, I understand I definitely understand why he got a lot of shit. Yeah, me too. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it. you could legally argue that a lot of that was sexual uh, harassment. Mm-hmm. Now, assault, be harder to yeah. argue that. Misconduct but, yeah. is what they're labeling it as. So, yeah, sure. And that's very much uh, inappropriate. And mm-hmm. the same time, like, he, he, I believe in general rehabilitation mm-hmm. for people. Exactly. And the thing is, he needs to, you know, I mean, like, yeah, you know, it's not cool what he did. You know what I mean? Like, he has his weird kinks and blah, 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 and shit like that. But there needs to be, like, uh, I was listening to uh, Norm MacDonald talking about it. You know what I mean? And Norm MacDonald got a lot of fucking heat over, over that. And numerous other things, because he said Down syndrome instead of retarded. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it yeah, yeah. turned into a whole other thing for him. He had to go apologize on the view. But there needs to be a road... Uh, like to redemption sure there needs to be like you know what i mean like um because i don't do you guys know what happened like have you heard about skank fest in new york city no. what's skank fest sounds great uh, legion of skanks they're a, a group of comedians it's big j orferson louis j gomez and uh what's his name dave smith i believe Something all like dudes yeah they're three guys yeah and um they're called the legion of skanks and like their whole thing is like pushing all the boundaries like to be the raunchiest they can be you know and every year in new york they do skank fest which is the biggest independent comedy festival and they're doing skank fest south in houston this year in march which is gonna be fucking awesome but i can't afford to go it's like 300 bucks but um uh louis ck showed up like he was unannounced and uh he came and played a show and uh there's videos of it online. Everybody, like, they gave him a standing ovation. And everybody was so happy to see him because they hadn't seen him in so long. You know, he's done a couple shows here and there underground unannounced. You know I mean? Just pop in a comedy club and do a set and stuff like that. But um, the backlash, this has already been over a year since, the, since what had happened. And like I said, he lost $35 million. He did, he did that one set that got leaked online. And everybody bashed him for that. You know what I mean? I mean like, yeah, the Parkland joke was kind of shitty. But well, it, it, you know what I mean. It was it, it was shitty. But like, I think comedy is sacred sacred ground. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say that you can't say anything in comedy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes. comedy is an open. You know what I mean? You could say anything. Racial jokes. You know, anything is is okay as long as it's funny. Absolutely. You know so what I mean, I'm I would identify as like a literal free speech absolutist, mm-hmm. but. Unfortunately, right now, I think a lot of, like, more disingenuous, right-leaning people co-opt that, mm-hmm. but only when it's convenient for them, and yeah. they never mm-hmm. really speak out whenever, like, leftists get silenced and stuff like that. That being said, I think freedom of speech should be an absolute, but also that doesn't mean that people are can't be criticized for what they say. For and sure. that's what a lot of fr- free sure. speech grifters don't get, I think. Yeah, for sure. Criticize all you want, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, these people are going to the venues and, like, they're throwing milkshakes at people and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're actually physically assaulting people for words that are being said and shit like that. And, um, you know, um, after, you know I mean? Like, like I said, everybody there was, like, super stoked at Skankfest to see Louis C.K. And, like, it was so amazing, you know? Like, I, I, I followed it on Twitter and, like, everybody was just like, wow, Louis showed up and killed it, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, all there was like, this huge backlash from not only people like you know like a you know con- uh, comedian uh, you know people that were there not there but people who heard about he was there and then also stand up comedians they all started like shitting like because New York has a huge alt comedy scene and um, there's these all these alt comics were like. Well, it's not a safe work environment if Louis C.K. is there and blah, 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 blah. But, like, people who weren't even there working with him. You know what I mean? But, and then, like, everybody said that, like, uh, well, there was a bunch of women who were there at the show. And they were like, no, like, Louis C.K., like, I don't, you know what I mean? Louis C.K. is fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, uh, like you said, it was, like, a, a small amount of people who make this huge commotion. You know what I mean? It's, like, a very small percentage of the population who actually despises Louis C.K. or, 
know what I mean? But like the thing that's fucked up is because I don't want to jump around, but like the thing that's fucked up is that like Louis got, it was like right after the Weinstein stuff, you know what I mean? Which is deplorable and everybody knows that, you know, but like he got lumped in that group with Kevin Spacey and stuff. And then so did, you know, Aziz, who I'm not a huge fan of. And, um, Chris Hardwick, did you hear about that stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, like everybody exactly. got was getting me too hard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, do I totally am all about the Me Too movement? Like women should be, you know, what I mean, comfortable and not in fear of any guys doing shit to them. I'm all about it. You know what I mean? But it just went a little too far. Yeah, you know I mean? and uh, I think especially whenever something like that gains a lot of momentum, people uh, tend to lose sight of like critical thinking about yep. case by case situations. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, like, I'm all for people being more vocal about shit that pisses them off or that coming forward about things that have happened to them. Um, And it's not a but. At the same time, I think everyone needs to be aware that the human ego is a son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. So you got to, like, really be aware that sometimes people will take advantage of a situation or a momentum to personally like for personal gains in a really cynical way that actually undermines calling out very real both cases of sexual assault but the same thing with racism and stuff like that well what do the ladies think we got some ladies in the room like to get your perspective and where you stand holly you're going to see louis ck and lee i'll probably masturbate over you later so i'd like to get both (laughs) your perspectives well, I, I did just read a little bit more about everything um, just to kind of reassess where my views are on it. And, you know, I do kind of agree with your statement, Chris, that that it, what he did was not on that level of Harvey Weinstein. It's consensual. It was consensual. Um, well, one of the women of, is well, saying it's not consent. Like, right now, that. in 2019, yeah. she is explicitly being like, no, I did and, not And there is possi- po- a possibility that some of these women maybe haven't even said anything yet, and there was some times where there was not consent. But from what I know, like, right now, I do think that it, it, it sucks because he's a public figure, so he has this... Additional responsibility, I think, to get more of an illicit yes to things because sometimes it is kind of hard to remove yourself from a situation with somebody who has something that you want. Because if you don't address it in like a healthy way, it does enable people that are more like antagonistic right. towards people calling shit out in general. And I don't really see anything that wrong with like what his kink is. Like, honestly, like, I, I feel like he just hadn't find, found the right girl yet, you know? There's a lot of girls that would be like, yeah, cool, like, jack off in front of me. That's Sarah fine. Silverman. She, he jacked off in front of Sarah Silverman, you know, numerous times, and she, was just, she just thought it was funny. Yeah. Mean, it, it depends on the person. Right. Yeah, and it does, and also, I think it's the MO that's upsetting because it, on paper, objectively, it looks more of like a power play as opposed right, to like right. trying to fulfill a kink. Yes. But at the same time, like, you know, we live in a relatively very puritanical, like, re- uh, repressed sexually we society. Do. The thing is, like, uh, when he came, like, like, uh, came. <laughs> I didn't. When he, <laughs> when he, uh, when he, you know, came to those girls and was like, uh, there were, there were, uh, female stand up comedians who were working with him, you know what I mean? And they were like, well, he used his power position to, you know, make them feel that they needed to do that. But this mm-hmm. was this was like back in like 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. when Louis C.K. wasn't a huge, you know, it was before yeah. his show and before he became this big, huge icon, you know? He was respected in the stand-up comedy world, you know what I mean? But he wasn't like this huge star, so where you can't really use like the power play in those particular I see. Mm-hmm. But he did have a manager who went to these women and was like, don't tell people about this shit. Yeah. And that's been ignored. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, know about that, that. Those power dynamics are everywhere in yeah. like pyramids of power throughout every industry. Uh, like well, people, honestly, it's in history, there just yeah, between everywhere. like somebody being like a male and then somebody being a female just because the way that our world is, you know, a lot of times females like will just kind of like go through the motions and grin and bear something. And we have for a long time. But I think I, bottom line for me is... I think Louis C.K., like, now at this point does have, like, a little bit of additional responsibility with gaining consent. 
unfortunately, um, because he is a public figure. But I also think that we should forgive Louis C.K. And I believe in forgiveness. And I think for us to all, like, move past things like this, then we need to, like... We need to just learn from each other. Yeah. And see how, how far can... is too far? Like, what is the point where you can't forgive somebody? Is it one rape? Is oh, it? I don't know. I've seen some like, pretty you... crazy things been for, forgiven. Like when I watch all these true crime shows, like there's always somebody there that will but actually not forgive the doing person. Doing two thousand seater venues, they're just like not maybe. The thing is, dead, like uh, death row. Like uh, like I said, I'll go back to Norm Macdonald, and he uh, he's one of the greatest there ever was. But anyway. Um, he was, uh, he was saying, you know, there has to be a road to redemption, like I said before, but like, uh, he kind of, um, connected it to like, you know, like, let's say a man kills another man and gets convicted of murder and serves, you know, 25, 30 years in prison. And then, you know, he served his time and he got out and he goes to get like a dishwashing job or something. And then the person who, who's, who would be hiring him is like, oh no, I don't want you here. You murdered somebody. You know what I mean? And it's like he served his time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, he, he served his time to what our system, you know, l- l- you know, made, you know, let, you know, right. You know what I mean? Like, let to be, you know? And so, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sucks for the person who was murdered. It sucks way worse than the, for the person who was murdered and for the family of those people that were murdered. But he is still a human being and, you know, he needs to be able to do something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be, a like, a road to forgiveness. And I don't feel like it's my place to tell somebody when they should forgive. I'm not saying that. But I do think that we need to, like, try to maybe open our hearts to forgiveness. Like, even in some extreme circumstances. Um, and for our own sake, you know. Um, but I, I, I do see what you're saying. It's like, if we've decided, and this is how our judicial system works... That, that that person has done their time, then we at least need to let them just, like, move on. Yeah. You don't have to forgive, but let's, like, just go ahead and, like, let them live their life at that point. Well, I think there's a difference between forgiveness, like I was saying, and empowering someone Yeah. so they can take on a powerful role. Louis C.K., for example, and I'm not necessarily, like, pro or anti Louis C.K., like, honestly, I didn't think his last Netflix special was that funny, but that's just my personal opinion. Like, I don't have any strong feelings, necessarily. I'm just more curious about the cancel culture that surrounds Louis C.K., or, like... What if I say that I like an R. Kelly song? Am I just a fucking piece of shit now? Dude, everybody fucking loves Ignition. If you don't like Ignition, then <laughs> there's something wrong with I you. I like a lot And that was after he peed on the girl. How about a monkey, yeah. a monkey wrench into the conversation? How do y'all feel about the Michael Jackson situation? Oh, the doggies are starting to get restless. Sorry, listeners. Um, wait, 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 wait. Extra noise. Let's let, let's let Mrs. Paulus, <laughs> yes. let's let my wife yeah. uh, chime in and give her uh, perspective on, as a female mm-hmm. who is a fan of no, Louis C.K. No, 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 no. If someone in my place of work, in the workplace, were to do something like that, obviously I would expect there to be repercussions then be canceled, a.k.a. lose their job, but you, because you can't do that at work. But say this happened to me outside of work, somebody that maybe I work with, but we weren't at work, and they asked me, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? I think it would be a depends. Depends on who it is. Based on what I've heard from Louis C.K. in one of his previous specials about his crotch, looking like a pig's ass. <laughs> now, I probably would not want to see that, or maybe I would be really interested in what that pigtail actually looked like, depending on my mood that day. But would I stop being friends with him? No. Would I expect him to lose his job if it wasn't at work? No. I, but yes, I might be disgusted. <laughs> but what if it was like some hot dude? You know what I mean? Like, what if it was like, like you know, Brad Pitt is like, hey, can I check off in front of you? I don't know if you like Brad Pitt, but you know what I mean? If you were a single lady and like some dude like Dryden Mitchell from Alien Ant Farm came up to you and was like, hey, can I jack off? <laughs> He's the Again, depends hot, on dude. my mood. Might, might be a good time. Who knows? But yeah. I don't know. I think I just, I might actually be interested in seeing what that pig's ass look like. <laughs> <laughs> it is more complicated with comedians because it's, it's like they are kind of at their work. So it's like, the, I guess the line, especially with gigs and like 
self-employment and like you're an act as an entertainer the lines of you're at work and aren't at work are blurred a little bit but it's that sounds like it was in the context of a professional setting and I, yeah. And a, I, a professional work setting that's very different than our work setting. Though. Right. I don't think a hotel is a professional work setting. Oh, uh, no, well, they're no. all performing. The thing is, the thing is, he, the thing is, he asked these chicks, hey, do you want to come into my hotel room? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, you know, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what really happens in the hotel room if you ask a girl to come to your hotel room? You're kind of expecting something, and they're kind of expecting something. I mean, usually you know? we just watch the evening news. Well, this... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, the, yeah. You know what? I mean, those decisions are made because you boil it down to it. It is an economic issue to where people are uh, unknown. They don't have any power. They don't have any money. So maybe they think by saying yes to just coming up and see what happens, they'll get some sort of favorability or some sort of, like... Situational uh, bump from that. I'm being, Sam is I'm, not getting him. I'm being me tooed by my dog. <laughs> oh right my now. god, you got me tooed by Sam. Sam's not being mad. She looks immediately remorseful though. <laughs> Sam, cancel Sam. I yeah. <laughs> she she definitely didn't get my. She's canceled right to the backyard she for the rest put of her, this podcast. Her, put her protruding, <laughs> her protruding, sweltering vagina on my back. <laughs> Poor so, Sammy. Oh. So is it? Uh, so is it? You know, black and white, like Michael Jackson would say. Uh, how do we feel about Michael Jackson? Black nowadays? and white. Huh? There's, no, there's no fucking proof with Michael Jackson. There's just very detailed accounts, and you know who else can make detailed accounts? Like most people you see on TV that are good actors. Anybody who's ever been yep. on Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman could probably convince you that Michael Jackson raped him in character. So, but that is that the commonly accepted thing that Michael Jackson's innocent now? I have no idea. Because I think I like, it's, it's still really, like mixed, really, it's really mixed, mixed. Yeah, yeah. I haven't well, seen. Again, like, back the, to that forgiveness that you were talking about. I think if you take a step further back into Michael Jackson's past and how he was raised, you can maybe find some forgiveness mm-hmm. in there if well, something did happen. But what do we really know? What's What's the truth? I think for like visually, it's yeah, it's I understand why everyone's uncomfortable by his history of being seen and kind of uh, what looked like an unhealthy obsession with children. Now, to the extent of him actually sexually assaulting or abusing any of these kids, that's what's up in the air and what is trying to be, I guess, figured out. Yeah. But again, like yeah, he did have a weird obsession with children, probably. Because he was very mentally broken and emotionally broken by his dad and family. Have you heard that um, the uh, the uh, it's not like a truth or anything, but there's like a I wouldn't call it conspiracy, but like um, the idea that he was a castrato. Yes, I've heard about that. that. He was chemically castrated to preserve his voice. Whenever I see clips of like young Michael Jackson singing something like Ben or I'll Be There, I always like. Get real sad inside. Yeah. It's almost like Michael Jackson like died like spiritually that young. Yeah, from being he was, so abused. He was abused. Yeah, like Joe Jackson fucking. So how do you have those kids then? So that's a whole backroom deal that no one knows. Who knows if they're actually his kids? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they they're probably look like anything like him. Yeah, but maybe there was some Nobody sort of like, does. There was some sort of like I'm sure science had to do with if it was an actual biological kid, which they claim. It's really Tito's. <laughs> yeah, Tito needs some juice. I always find Latoya Jackson's like commentary on the whole family like, really fascinating because she is very much into calling the rest of the family out, but also I guess her stories get conflicting. So it's I've never heard anything. She's also Latoya. a psychic. She had a psychic hotline. So if anybody oh. knows the truth, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about Latoya. <laughs> yeah. uh, Don't <laughs> don't forget. But anyway, about cancel culture, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, you know, if, if I could use a segue, that was a bad segue. But if, you know I mean, that's what you wanted to get into as well, you know? Like, if we're talking right. about cancel culture, like, did you guys hear about what happened to Chris Hardwick? Yeah, yeah. Like... It seemed like a bitter ex-girlfriend. Exactly, that's She kind of seemed like a real bitch. Yeah, she was a real bitch. Thing. Well, she was a real bitch, but she was also, you know, um, d- like, you know, it seemed like she was, like, you know... Uh, Mentally, you know, she maybe had some mental illness. You well, know what I, mean? I don't think I'm quite familiar with what happened. What he got accused of misconduct by someone. Yeah, like his his ex. He, basically, he dumped. He he broke up with his girlfriend, and she fucking said that he was like this control freak who, like, when they went to parties, he wouldn't let her speak, and like all this shit and all this crazy stuff. You know what I mean? And then he is the host of Talking Dead, 
right after Walking Dead. So right away, AMC fired him. Mm. And uh, and then, like, luckily, he uh, he saved all of his text messages. Like, he just, you know, he, you know, like, he just didn't delete his text messages. So he put out, like, all the text messages between them, and it was incriminating towards her. And she had, she was, like, a YouTuber. So she put out a bunch of YouTube videos saying that he was the best guy in the world. She had some, like, surgery, and he was there with her every day and, like, with her mom. And, you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, the best boyfriend in the world and stuff like that. And, you know what I mean? So, like, right away, that's the fucked up thing about cancel culture is, like, when, when somebody gets accused of anything, it's, like, forget uh, innocent until proven guilty. It's, like, boom, we need to fucking fire this guy I right just away. have friends that are, like, into, like, radical politics and they're just like believe everybody. Exactly. Believe everybody. Exactly. Like, uh, oh, uh, uh, believe oh, women. No. You know what I mean? Like women are capable of fucking lying. They're too. human. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like not all fucking women are fucking. You know what I mean? And that's almost sexist to believe all women. Mm-hmm. It's like it it, it it fucking makes it seem like that uh, women are incapable of impurities. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 so fucking bullshit. It's just like. I think you need to also remember the gray zone and not everyone that's into those Believe supposedly so radical man. politics. Supposedly radical politics. Those people are not necessarily reflective of the whole population. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it's a very small because like, I think woke to, culture. to go to still think about it in like a binary way, which I don't think any of us really do. But because you get cynical about this kind of like pattern of people, you know, jumping to conclusions. Whenever an accusation is made, it doesn't mean to never believe them too, which is what happens sometimes with the more extreme people that probably don't consider themselves extremists. But you know, you gotta. It's gotta be a case by case thing. Exactly. And you know, like uh, like with Chris Harwick, he got fired from Talking Dead. He's back now, right? And then, like four or five weeks later, like you know, AMC took into you know, like all the stuff that you know, came from that and they're like, oh, wait, we, 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 we acted harshly. And you know what I mean? We, we canceled this guy without any information, any evidence or anything, you know what I mean? So they reinstated him, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Like that just goes, and then just like the same thing with uh, Aziz, Aziz Ansari, you know what I mean? Like what that sounded like to me, I read the whole story and what it sounded like to me was a couple bad dates. You know what I mean? Like even when a CNN primetime anchor calls out the the person that wrote that op-ed or whatever. Mm-hmm. When the CNN anchor, who's very much into defending status quo politics and ideas, when they call you out as being irrational and that she thinks she said the words, you were just on a bad date and you weren't assaulted. Yeah. Um, she was blowing him. And, yeah, I mean, he was guilty of being an awkward guy that didn't understand boundaries that may or may not have been communicated well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a and, and that happens more. every right. single day. Yeah. You know, there's 325 million people in this country. And it took time, but he can't, he had a little comeback with a special directed by a Spike yeah, Joe. Which there's, some horrible. there's some bad days happening that, right now. That yeah, special that's was every, fucking every horrible. Every 10 Unwatchable. seconds a bad day occurs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe I've, like, crossed lines before when I've, like, had a little too much to drink, and I just think somebody's really, really handsome. I'll tell you what. something in their ear, maybe. <laughs> one, one time, I was, like, super drunk, and it was at a party, and, like, me and this girl were, like, staying there, and I was so drunk, I didn't really want to fuck. She just, like, jumped on my dick and started riding it. Was I raped? Yes. Sounds like I was. I mean, you're... Hashtag no, YouTube. obviously you weren't, but... <laughs> But it sounds like I was. Yep. I don't feel like I was. Yeah, well, it's but different. But on paper, I was. It's different between male and female. You know what I mean? Like, um, like you know, even with, like, the, the, like the students, uh, I might be fucking alone on this one. But, you know what I mean? When I was, like, 16 years old, and if I had a hot-ass English <laughs> teacher, and she wanted to bone me, I'd be like, fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I wouldn't consider that as rape, you know what I mean? But if it was, like... A 16-year-old girl and a 25-year-old man, that's definitely rape. Well, like Holly was saying, it definitely depends with the person who's doing the thing. And it also maybe depends with the victim of the thing. Some people deal with things differently. I think that people sometimes go through like a toxic or abusive relationship and not even really realize it. And then like they come out of it 
just fine because they dealt with it differently. And they might, like, at some point, like, feel some type of, like, feeling about it later on. But we all, like, have different paths and different experiences in life and so some people like are going to have a harder time forgiving somebody sometimes people are going to have a harder time with the post-traumatic stress from it. it it just depends i think with the teacher thing like i i i mean yeah of course when you're 16 you're going to want to bone the hot teacher especially uh-huh. if that teacher wants to bone you but yep. i think it's more about every day We'll edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's staying in. Every day, every day, like we have to make the hot for teacher song. (laughs) And also, it's like that kid might be excited about it, but are they ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not just that, but like every day, you have to. Every community has to decide what kind of community they want to live in. As on a micro micro level, we have to decide what kind of society we have to live in. So you have to set certain boundaries, like, Mm -hmm. and that boundary is. Hey, if you're teaching my kids, <laughs> okay, okay. If you're teaching yeah. my kids, don't just don't fuck them. Well, see, okay, it's just a, it's a courtesy, it's like an expectation that's well, broken, see, and then of course, like consequences are going to come from that. Okay, so we're not going to legislate like it's. It would just be silly to legislate. It's okay if my sixteen-year-old fucks the teacher if it's if they're both consenting. It's like nah, we just there's some sort of boundaries that I think everyone has to like. Agree, agree upon. Yeah. It's like a code and that, of and that's And that's kind of what we've done, you know, with the whole 18 or some states 17, some states 16. Some yeah, some but um, but if, you, if you think about, um, and this is going to sound ridiculous, and this is not necessarily what I believe in, but, um, you know what I mean, like um, viability, you know what I mean? Once a girl has their period, they are viable. You know what I mean? Like, they can have babies. You know what I mean? And then if you think about the, like, human race, like, we're just another animal, right? And so, um, as soon as a female has their period, they're viable to have babies. You know what I mean? So... Biologically. Biologically, yes. I'm I'm not talking about our standards of you know, what is right and wrong these days. I'm just talking about us as a human species. You know what I mean? Us as an animal. Back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, uh, they would, you know, get married at 13 or 12 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, like, that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily wrong. You know what I mean? But we've created this culture towards, like, you know, they're still children. You know what I mean? Like, we need to, to, to push it to 18, which is why you can't drink until you're 21. You can't smoke until you're 21 now in Texas, which is fucking bullshit. Really? That's a thing? I yeah. They just changed that. the law, like, two months ago. You have to be 21 to smoke cigarettes. That's so funny. Um, you know what I mean? You have to be... You know what I mean? Like, it's it's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, in Germany, you have to be, like, what, 16 to drink? 16. Sam probably smoked cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you smoked cigarettes just, when you're, like, it, 11. It, it, yeah, exactly. It just depends on the culture. You know what I mean? Like, because us as human beings, we're fucking animals. You know what I mean? Like, every, as, as much as nobody wants to fucking admit Absolutely. it. Corporate culture is very much into trying to convince you that you're not. Yeah, animals. exactly. We're, we're just animals. We're another fucking species on this planet. Primates. Sure. Yeah. We're the fucking um, naked apes. You know what I mean? The fucking naked apes with hats on and shit. <laughs> um, but we're just animals. You know what I mean? Like, but we're so sophisticated that we put these rules upon us. You know what I mean? So... You know, I mean, I don't know. I I think I don't want to like have sex with teenagers. You know, what I mean, like that's totally not. Teenagers cool. are fucking annoying. And exactly. Stupid. Like <laughs> when I was twenty five or twenty four, I was dating a nineteen year old, and it was like, oh, what did I get myself into? You know, what I mean, like <laughs> just that little, just that little fucking six years or five yeah. years or whatever was enough to be like. Ugh. Now I think like twenty six year olds are annoying. Yeah, it's right. Just like. <laughs> Pretty soon I'm going to think 30-year-olds are annoying. Man, fucking 40-year-olds. Yeah. Well, thank goodness I'm going to be past that. Jeez. I need some life experience in here, you know? My 20-something girlfriend is delightful. (laughs) You have a 20-something girlfriend? Anyways... You guys like doing good drugs or seeing any UFOs lately? You got a new girlfriend? No, dude. Have you heard about... um, Do you guys... Okay, so this is like the UFO, sex, drugs, and stuff like that. Have you guys heard about like the uh, the Saturn, the the like how Saturn basically is involved with everything that we know now no. today? No. Have you heard of David Ick? Yeah. Oh yeah, David Ike. Uh, Ike. Blizzard boy. 
his fucking theory on Saturn. <laughs> what is his theory on Saturn? I don't know his theory on Saturn, but he had me I remember opening up a David Icke book once and like just immediately connecting with the hilarious image of the reptilian is like has a or human has a reptilian humans have the reptile in them, like almost like where their spine is. Like it's weird. You should, it's, you should well, open well, the reptilian brain. Yeah, there's a part of the brain that's reptilian. You know, but um, uh, he calls out a you know the very real pedophile ring that's uh, in royalty and higher economic echelons. So he's right on some things. No, he's... yeah, exactly. Like you know the the order of the three hundred and like the thirteen bloodlines and stuff like that. And like you know like how like um, every fucking president is. Related, related in, in blood, you know, except yeah. for one. I forgot he was like obscure one. JFK, I think. No, actually. not JFK. It's not JFK. No, I think it was like a Donald random Trump? ass one. <laughs> I'm almost sure. No, no, JFK fucking dude, no Trump and fucking. <laughs> I don't know about Trump, but everybody. What do we got for time? Oh, we got like ten more minutes, realistically. Ten more minutes. Oh, it's three eleven. Happy three eleven, everybody. Oh, cool. It's almost cool. only, only an hour. I would say you got to come original. <laughs> I'd say play some three eleven, but we got to play some Who Am I at the end of the uh, yeah. So what's the theory of Saturn? People. Yeah, basically <laughs> close um, out on this. Ba- <sighs> Shit, man. Um, so Saturn apparently, you know, according to you know like certain scientists, you know, it's not, you know, obviously, fucking mainstream. But Saturn used to be different and it used to be like it didn't it wasn't in its place where it is now with the planets and that it was closer to where it looked like a sun like to where they would like ancient humans would worship the sun but it was Saturn instead of our sun that we know today. Kind of like you might see weird little floating bright things. But it didn't have the rings. I have it pulled up. Let me let me tell you what this is in the book Saturn. The ancient sun god, author David Talbot, notes the apparent confusion between Saturn and the sun in ancient times and how it may not have been confusion after all. Talbot argues that numerous figures throughout history have specifically distinguished Saturn from our sun by calling it the best sun, the primeval sun, the central sun. Uh So in conspiracy theories, it's connected to the elite secret societies that supposedly worship the sun or yep. sun god. And that Saturn was indeed a star and our central sun in antiquity. Then the importance of Saturn to the secret societies and their esoteric rituals is perhaps more explainable. Yeah. Mm. So basically what they're saying is that like, you know, all the ancient societies uh, worshipped Saturn. And... Um, you know, fucking uh, Saturn was the sun to them, and uh, shit. I feel like on the spot. Okay. Like, on the spot. <laughs> you can Google Saturn conspiracy. No, yeah, but if you're interested in that. No, yeah, but like, um, like, like, uh, it goes into like, um, like the astrological sign of Saturn was like, um, basically like it looks like an H kind of. Uh-huh. Um, but then like uh. Dude, it's so fucking uh, complex. Uh, basically, everybody used to worship Saturn. And then um, it's like the black cube. And it's a hexagon. And uh, it's, it's, like, oh, it's like in Roman mythology, isn't it? Like uh, Hades or one, one Kronos. Neptune? Kronos. Kronos. Kronos was the god of Saturn. He was the god of time. Okay. And he, uh, he would eat his babies because he was told that his babies would end up overthrowing him. Mm. So he'd eat his babies, and that was that's what you know, like talking about like ritual sacrifice. That's when shit like that started. You know how they sacrifice. That's children. also a tag team in ECW, the Eliminators, <laughs> uh, Perry Saturn and John Cronus. <laughs> and uh, so what David Ike said is his take on Saturn. Uh, basically, Saturn. What he says is a huge broadcasting system. Yep. Which sends electrical waves to Earth. Mm-hmm. And creates the matrix in which we all live. So that's David Icke's thing. Our moon operates as a projector of source. Satellite. And um, mainstream scientists have obviously rejected this theory. Yeah. But Icke, uh, he looks at natural current phenomena, puts his own take on it, electrical activity and radio waves hurling out of Saturn. And he also says the elite are here on Earth 
And, you know, they're, they're connected to Saturn, so... Yeah, well, basically. like, if you go back, like, you look at, like, like um, powers. If you look, if you look at, like, um, Islam, they have Saturn in their, uh, in their... In the crescent moon? Yeah, exactly. The moon. And then uh, uh, Christianity, it's the cross, which is a uh, cube... Um, you know, unfolded. unfolded and like uh, on top of Saturn there's a pentagon or a pentagram all those pentagons and all those gods all those old <laughs> all those old gods are just hanging out in the Sistine Chapel but basically it's it's kind of like zeitgeist shit do you remember zeitgeist yeah it's kind of like that like he fucking relates every world religion and every um, like part of you know our uh, order structure to Saturn you know what I mean? Like uh, the Nike Swish and like... Uh, oh, is that what that movie does? I know a lot of it has been refuted by a lot of mainstream... Oh, no, yeah, for sure. It's definitely outlandish. And like, you know what I mean? He loses me at a lot of points. But like it's... Uh, if you're talking about like, um, you know, like Saturn, Satan, Santa, like uh, there's like the beard of Saturn. Before Saturn uh, grew its fucking uh, rings... Yeah. There was a beard kind of like... Before Saturn uh, hit puberty and grew its rings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I just watched this shit the other day, and my friend Shug, he's like a... He took a bunch of acid, and he's like obsessed with Saturn. And I was like, why are you so fucking obsessed with Saturn? And it was his birthday the other day, and then I was watching Tinfoil Hat Podcast. I don't know if you guys have oh, yeah. heard of that. that. With fun Sam Tripoli. And they were yeah, talking about the black cube, you know what I mean? That. And like the 13 bloodlines and the order of the 300 and shit. And like all the shit, like Queen Elizabeth is on the top and she's actually fucking a DNA, like a, she's like um, connected to, uh, um, what's the fucking dude? Some uh, Egyptians. Or no, the dude, uh, Islam. Uh, uh, the Prophet Muhammad. Oh. She's a, she's an actual descendant of the Prophet Muhammad, Queen Elizabeth is. Whoa! And she's on the top of the order of the three hundred, oh. and there's like it's just like this crazy shit. Is and, the like, Prophet Muhammammad a real person or is he? he was, yeah, he, he, was a he was a real person. Figure. He was a real he was a, person. Because you know it's disputable whether Jesus was yeah. a person or not, or many people. I'm not a I'm not I'm not huge on um, that Jesus was an actual person, but. Maybe he was, but he he didn't do the shit that they said he did. You know what I mean? Oh, you're um, saying he didn't turn water to wine. Oh. <laughs> Some people are questioning the existence of birds nowadays. Well, tell that. What? Tell, <laughs> that's, 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 birds don't exist. It's a very real campaign that birds aren't real. That blue jay that was causing so much ruckus in the morning. Was screaming. <laughs> he's he's screaming his fucking balls off. Birds. He's er- just by himself screaming his head off. Ah. Ah. I mean, birds are like a delicate part of the ecosystem. But on like a topic, you know what I mean? Like, if you're talking about shit that's like obvious and ridiculous, you know what I mean? Like, I watched a video about fucking Flat Earth the other day. I. I fucking hate the idea of flat Earth. You know what I mean? I think it's fucking bullshit. But we have an episode about that if people want to. Um, but the other days. day, I was like looking into like shit. I was like, it actually makes sense. <laughs> like fucking flat Earth makes sense. I I don't believe it, but I'm like shit. You it's know, what can, I mean? it like, can be convincing. No, yeah. it's yeah. Like there's the, it's unexplainable shit. You know what For mean? all intents and purposes, I think what we consider as real is kind of both a subjective and objective combination of these guidelines that we all kind of accept. But also the things you think about individually or can go all over the place. I mean, like, quantum mechanics and physics is kind of brought into the idea in the scientific mainstream that there is no longer a such thing as an accepted, like, physical world. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we can all just be living in a fucking... Um, Dream world. <laughs> a matrix of sorts. What was it called? A simulation. You know what I mean? Like, it could all be a simulation. What fucking Ike is saying that there's like people that are using the rings of Saturn as vehicles and that they're feeding off of our emotions and shit like lizard people. Man, I I have a lot of emotions to feed off. Yeah, I know. I kind of, I kind of get that because like, like especially if I'm having a more of a vulnerable week or day, the more I masturbate, the worse I feel and more drained and empty I feel. You're just taking out your chi. There you go. Yeah, save that chi. (laughs) Gotta build it up. Yeah, save that for when you're masturbating on a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the door closed. Uh, yeah, back against the door. <laughs> and if you're gonna, all over it, them. Whenever I masturbate standing up, I need to rest my back on a door. Yeah, it's, it's impossible <laughs> to reach climax while standing up, right? I've done it like on my knees on my bed. 
Can yeah, you, like maybe can you a couple do it while of times. doing a handstand. No, no. I mean, I'm sure people can no. in the club sexual Olympians. No, yogis. it's impossible. If you like suction cup on one of those flashlights to the wall, maybe. Speaking of yogis, fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, the the crazy yogi guy, um, Maharishi. Uh, uh, CM guy. Yogis. I don't even. No, know. not Rajneesh. Uh, yogi Bear. It? No, the, the, the like a, it's like a form of yoga, the hot yoga. What's it called? Oh, Bikram yoga. Bikram, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you guys, do you guys know about that, dude? Yeah. He was like... Nah. He, like, he was accused of raping yoga. a bunch of women and stuff. And yeah. uh, he was like, no, I did not rape those women. They would pay a million dollars for one drip of my semen. Mm. I feel like dudes who do yoga <laughs> are probably... <laughs> said that shit. People. Oh, I do yoga. I don't rape anybody. <laughs> are you sure? I'm certain. I don't trust dudes to do yoga. I do yoga oh, occasionally. Yeah. I, do, I do yoga occasionally. I try to get into it. And it's just so hard for me. Like, I, I'm not really into this. Job. I'm not really into the spiritual aspect of it, but I'm right. into the physical activity. The physical Maybe you did yoga, so you're one of those guys. I did yoga a few times, and I also have no hair. I'm not like one of those yoga dudes. Joseph's looking kind <laughs> of suspect over here with his long hair. Yeah, like, you look like a rapist. All I mean, you just of... put him in one of those yoga outfits, throw him on Tinder, and fucking put some spiritual quotes and <laughs> yoga guy archetype. Well, uh, you could you could get you could pull some new chicks that way. You can be a yoga guy. We gotta get you a yoga outfit. Fully, I think he does fine. I'm fully aware of this. I mean, yeah, you need a bun. You need a. I do that. Bun. I do that every time I go to yoga. Spandex. Yeah. The man spandex. bun is just like walking around with it's a crucial. big old hard dick. It's crucial. Oh my god. <laughs> well, just for everybody who is listening, if you do want to see Saturn. It is super bright. Oh, I saw your picture. Last night, tonight will be super bright when the sun is setting. If you look to the south, southwest, you'll see Saturn. It's You can't miss it. Right behind it, going down um, with the sun, Pluto is following, and so is Neptune. It's beautiful. Oh, uh, Pluto's not a planet. Out, people mm-hmm. will have been a few days behind. But, but Saturn is very, actually very consistent. Okay. It's consistently visible. On oh, Wednesday. Just, oh, a, yeah. just a couple All months right. ago, my buddy had, who go. has a telescope brought it out, and we watched, uh, he showed us where Saturn was, and you could totally see Saturn with the rings and the four moons that are usually visible. It's Did you feel violent? It's controlling all of us. No. Because I'm Did a strong individual. I'm strong-minded. The, Saturn the ring, the planet... People and aliens and their rings sucking. Well, David Icke was saying that the moon isn't real; that it's a satellite created. You know what I mean? And then, like, there's some scientists who have said that, like, there's no reason why the moon should exist. You know what I mean? Like, it makes more sense that it didn't exist than if it did exist. And uh, right, it, it gets fucking really trippy. And like I said, I'm not really following everything. But it's interesting. And it's like, interesting, you know what I mean? Because like, within a realm of possibilities, anything is possible. Yeah, let's say there's even a shred of truth to it. If you speak up on that, the scientific community is gonna rip you to shreds. Yeah, and then people just think that you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So, you know, should we end? Hashtag yeah. look into it. So, uh, well, uh, YouTube Saturn, <laughs> YouTube uh, Gary Glitter, YouTube all the fun Saturn things. By yeah. Um, I listen to Do You Want to Touch by Gary Glitter and I just pretend like it's not about what it's about. Because the drums in that song by the Glitter Band go so fucking hard. There's no such thing as a bad sound in drums in the 70s. <laughs> I mean, that's like some marching band drum shit. That's that's next level. Anyways, thank you to both Mr. and Mrs. Paulus for joining yeah. us. Thank you for I having us. I cannot cancel you, Chris and Holly. <laughs> no, thanks for not canceling me, and uh, thank you for having Someone's us. Someone's gonna dig us up in th- ten years. You're in a safe space. Right this now. is the oh god. This is the first time I've ever been on a podcast, and I listen to like probably six to seven podcasts per day. So you should I'm be listening to our podcast. UFOs, the archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, and uh, please have me on again. I'm down to fucking yeah. talk about anything. And uh, we're gonna play a song. Uh, uh, of yours, which would, uh, would you like to preface this? A song that you'd like to play for us? Um, I guess the proper song to play would be my motherfucking theme song, yes. which is called "Who Am I." Cool. All right, we'll get a link from you. We'll get that up. If you're still listening, which I hope you are, uh, go ahead and send this podcast to friends if you think they'd be interested, or outraged, or humiliated, or turned on any of the above. Sex, drugs, and UFOs, aka Rust Belt Hammer. 
I'm your host, Matt, with... Uh, Third base, Joy Baloney, totally into yoga, very anti-rape, whenever you... <laughs> Just to specify. Uh, <laughs> I'm anti-rape, too. Hey, kids, remember, watch Blues Clues whenever you got the cocaine blues. <laughs> Over and out. Okay, bye-bye now. <laughs> Peace. I'm a rhyming mind to them I might attempt, but I'm not the type to vent And I'm content just trying to write my life from right to left See, I've accepted what I've left And looking forward to some fortitude Regretfully accepting an award for doing more than you But back to me, the ever afters living happily Insanity had to be passed me down from my family I don't know who I am, but I know that I'm me But in order for me to prove I can't provide for my needs I gotta rise up, rise and pass my horizon I'll take a Vicodin with the side of enlightenment Cause vitamins are vital and the side of Effects are viral all the time, spin in denial or recital of revile. I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit. Those superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in. I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit. The superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in. I try them on, they're a perfect fit. The superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in. I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit. I'm a polychronic person in a monochronic culture Because time it is the master that I follow like a vulture I'm hollow like a bottle And the model that I follow is to try to live my life in stereo instead of mono I'm carrying a lot of dead weight in my brain It's scary when the variants verify in vain I'm terrified of change but my presence is depressing And the absence of emotion has my morals in a mess It is a mission of mine To make additional designs But by the time the time is right I might admit to the crime I'm like a stick in the spine In the back of the front I'll pivot I'll find to put the ouch back in touch Cause dealing with my feelings isn't usually a problem But I've had some and I need a mental mutiny to solve them. It's far from far-fetched, I'm flexed and fuming These are the results of which connect me as a human I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit Those superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit Those superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in Try them on, they're a perfect fit Those superficial, superstitious shoes that you're walking in I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit I tried them on, but they wouldn't fit Instead of walking in your shoes I'm taking steps and making moves As life progresses, it improves Manifested from an But they wouldn't fit The superficial superstitious shoes that you're walking in I tried them on but they wouldn't fit The superficial superstitious shoes that you're walking in Try them on, they're a perfect fit Superficial superstitious shoes that you're walking in I tried them on but they wouldn't fit I tried them on but they wouldn't fit